Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John, back with my girl, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am tired. I had I have done three stupidly hard workouts, back-to-back-to-back days. Oh, no. Today's was exceptionally bad, and I am old and tired, which is good, because tonight we're talking about being old and tired, because we have parents <laughs> no! on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so everyone listening, we're, we, uh, Nikki and I wanted to do a kind of a Father's Day series. So tonight, the first father we have on is uh, the father, Tim Paulson, who you guys recently uh, probably saw took third at the Granite Games, multiple times CrossFit Games athlete, and all around great dude. And uh, his dad is on with us, Jerry Paulson. Jerry, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing, guys? Good. We're so excited to have you on. I feel particularly connected to the Paulson family. I just want you to know that because like, I don't think we've ever had an athlete come on the show and like rave about his parents as much as Tim did when he came on. And then we just started, I know you guys have known John like via Instagram for a while. And then now I see you guys in the DMs all the time. And I just feel very connected to your family. Uh, and, And you have the ginger connection. Let's Listen, I'm telling you guys, send me all the ginger vibes, please. Yes. Yes. All the ginger babies. (laughs) Yeah. It's a, no, thank you very much for, uh, for inviting me on. Like I said, I mean, John and I, I guess go way back. Uh, actually it's funny when I was in, uh, South Africa at Cape Town, I think that was the first time we first started going, I bought one of the old school kind of still with the Trump hair, the kettlebell with the, uh, and I think, I I think I tagged you when Tim and I were there. And uh, I think that was the beginning of our, uh, relationship which i guess is whatever three years or so ago yeah. now and yeah. i've seen and i've seen nikki a number of times but we've never actually gotten to meet because you're always out on the floor and john and i are either in the uh, the vendor area or, or just spectating you guys are in the stands drinking let's be honest <laughs> come on that's possible too <laughs> <laughs> i love absolutely there's nothing i love more than talking to the parents of athletes to me that's that's the most fun about going to live events or even like just instagram and or social media is like really finding out what's going on behind the scenes. It's always just a hoot to be. Yeah. It's, I mean, cause it's still, I mean, we were talking a little bit before we came on. I mean, cause CrossFit's still kind of a fringe sport, <clears throat> you know, I mean, it's not baseball, it's not football, it's not the PGA. So, I mean, I think, I think the people are much more real. I mean, particularly the parents. I mean, yeah, it's not like parents are flying uh, like private jets around to get to events and stuff, you know, like we're, we're doing our own thing to get there to support our kids. Um, so that's uh, yeah. So that's kind of the neat part of it. And just the fact that, you know, Tim <clears throat> played hockey in high school and then played uh, club hockey in college. So we got to continue to watch him there. And then it's almost like CrossFit was just a natural transition out of hockey into CrossFit. And then we got to continue watching him for, gosh, almost another 10 years now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Is that like, th- that has to be for you guys when, when you're like a sports family, when you grow up with kids who play sports mm-hmm. and you kind of get in the routine of you're cutting the orange slices or you're making the signs or you're in the stands, like it's got to be nice for that to not just end when school ends. Yeah. I mean, we were very fortunate in that regard. I mean, Tim was only three and a half hours away, so we would call a lot of his hockey games in college. Tim's sister was actually a rower at Lehigh, so we got to go to her regattas and stuff. So, yeah, we were very fortunate that when high school ended, we got to continue going. I mean, honestly, as much as anything, it's just a chance to see the kids, you know, I mean, and just seeing them do something that they love and they get lost in is uh, it's just really neat. And even CrossFit, I mean, Tim, I mean, he started and I think he told the story when he was on with you guys is, you know, like his best friend in college, Eamon Coyne, um, they played hockey together and they started doing workouts in the gym. 
And then when they were both going back for their masters, they, they, they would actually go to the gym at Ithaca and they would like string up, you know, like rings for muscle ups and stuff. And they'd get thrown out because they're like, you can't do that stuff in here. And so they're both going back for their masters and decided to open a gym now CrossFit palace, just so they'd have somewhere to work out for that year. And now it's been nine years, I guess, that that's now basically Tim's business. And CrossFit that, is like, business. that is the OG CrossFit story that like doesn't yeah. ever happen anymore. <laughs> where dudes and gals are like, I just wanted a place to work out. You know, yeah. I just opened this tiny little thing for me and my mm-hmm. friends and a couple other people came like that is that is not where we're at today. That is such an OG CrossFit story. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now it's I mean, it's part business. And I mean, it's like the business of health, if you will. Of course. I know. Yeah. I mean, Cliffside for you, John, is is huge. I mean, it's a part of your life. And Nikki, I know your gym is too. And uh, I have to say, I do love uh, the whole uh, rant you've been on the last couple of weeks about, uh, I guess, uh, showing off your your pregnant body when you still like hide in the corner. And now you're like, hey, right. <laughs> I am bellies out all summer and I'm totally embracing it. I think it's, I think it's the way to go. Someone wrote on my Instagram today, like maybe it's because there's no more pressure to like come out looking skinny, quote unquote, or like lean or having abs. And I'm like, yeah, there's no more pressure. Are you (laughs) kidding me? I eat sleeves of English muffins every week. I need your, I need your pregnant girl vibes right now, Nikki, because I walked into the gym tonight and there was a kid there and I call him a kid because he was absolutely in his early twenties and he probably had 2% body fat and he had like two six packs and just ripped for the day. I'm like, you guys got to put a shirt on this kid. Like I'm insecure. Like I am so insecure right now. This is so bad. So I, I need your vibes. I need, I bad. hope that, I hope that my, my belly out vibes are making people feel that I hope I walk in and they're like, damn, yeah. she is so <laughs> confident out there. Now yes. I feel like yeah. whatever. Although I, I have to say, we like do have, head. we have the Ron Ortiz rule in our house. Basically if you're over 50 and you're not, Ron Ortiz, the shirt stays on. <laughs> That's it. That's a good so basically, yeah, I go to the gym and oh shirts on 24 7, 365. Nobody needs no. to see a 57 year old body. <laughs> I think the Ron Ortiz rule. Do you know Ron? Oh, yes. Yeah. Tim and okay, Ron did say. grid together like yeah. gosh, five, six years ago. Because <laughs> I was going to say, true, the true Ron Ortiz rule, if anyone knows him, is Ron would probably encourage every single person in the gym yes. to take their shirt off just to like be themselves and be happy. So, like, yes. that is the actual Ron Ortiz rule. Yes. If, and if I looked like Ron, I would be, I would, as John, you were saying about Chandler the other day. Yeah. If I looked like Ron, I would not wear a shirt ever either. Me I would. Either. Oh, my God. I'd go to work in just a jacket. <laughs> yeah, swear to God, all Absolutely. all the time. So Nikki, Jerry competes. You compete, right? Yeah, I sh- I mean, well, I did like the age group online qualifier, and then there's like some of the like the masters events that float around. Like there's that legends uh, competition that's coming yep. up. I think in December. Actually, yeah, I was going to go to that, but it got coveted out this past December. Um, and uh, yeah, they have like a qualifier coming up. So I'm going to do that and maybe get to, I think it's in San Diego this year in December. So there's worse places to be in December. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so Jerry, what's, what was your path? Like, so Tim started this CrossFit thing and opened a gym for his buddies. And how did you kind of like get involved and get to the point where you're at today? I mean, it's funny because like with the kids, um, anything the kids got involved in, we got involved in as a family, John, you kind of did the same thing and, you know, and you'll find this out Nikki with, uh, with to be named baby. Um, named I mean, baby. you're, I mean, events and the activities your kids get into, whether it's like dance or sports or whatever, you just kind of get drawn into it. Um, and if the kids need coaches for things and stuff like that, you just kind of volunteer and you get drawn into these things. I mean, I think since I turned 30, I learned how to 
like skate because I had to coach Tim's ice hockey team. I learned how to snowboard. I learned how to play soccer. I learned how to, I guess, row in a boat. I did like an eight man crew thing. I was at like in a rowing club for, so I mean, just, I mean, just so you have like that shared experience with your children. So you can like talk to your kids and like, yeah. And then it was CrossFit. I mean, Tim opened CrossFit Palace, I think in 2012. And then by 2015, I had seen him run the business and get to regionals and just saw it as something that was really cool. And then uh, I was like, you know, just to kind of be able to talk to them about, hey, guess what? Thrusters suck, um, you know, and just have that shared experience. So, I mean, I kind of did all those things. And so in 20, basically 2014, I started, which was a couple of years after Tim opened uh, CrossFit Palace. And then since then, well, I guess but I'll, I'll take a break. So I actually, in the 2014 Open, 14-5, which was the, uh, it was the thrusters and the, uh, the burpees over the burpees bar. Burpees over the bar, the first yes. workout I ever cried during. Yes. yes. That was also, that was also the first time I got rabdo. Um, oh. Yeah. First so time. I was in the hospital for, for not days. the last time. Yeah. <gasps> Wait, <laughs> and maybe what? Not the last time. Oh yeah. I was in the hospital for like, I like came home. It was, I did it on a Sunday cause I didn't make the class Saturday and did it on my own. I came home and then like did the whole thing. Like, wow, I'm having trouble like washing my hair and like woke up the next morning and my arms had started to uh, kind of blow up a little bit. Uh-uh. So Carolyn called the doctor and they did some blood work and I went to work and then I was actually driving to a meeting in North Jersey and Carolyn calls and she said, yeah, the doctor just called. You need to go to a hospital right now. And so I went into the hospital. I was, I was on IV, IV fluids for like three days to kind of flush out my system. And then, uh, yeah. And then, so I got shut down for about six weeks after that. Um, and then just resumed it since then. So <laughs> just, it just yeah. started again. That's fine. <clears throat> yeah. But then had another break because I guess I, I have hip dysplasia or I had, um, which is like what Labrador retrievers get. I was literally um, just going to be yes. like you and my Bernie's mountain dog, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. So when I was 50, I had both my hips done and, uh, had a double hip replacement. So then like after that, I was like shut down for six months. And then honestly, I've been doing CrossFit five or six days a week for the last five years since I got released from the surgery. And it's like brand new. It's like so. the bionic man. I know. Exactly. That's right. I can't go through airport metal detectors. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, long answer to your question, but I mean, so it started with just kind of doing something with Tim, just kind of a shared experience. And then, I mean, it, it's literally, I mean, I'm 57 years old and I'm probably in better shape than I've ever been in my entire life, which, you know, that's CrossFit. You know, not for nothing, Jerry, and also John, I actually don't think that it is like super typical for the parents to just like hop into everything that kids do all the time. I think that like, don't sell yourself short, the both of you. Like, I think that is a really special mark of a dad in their kid's life. And that's, that was like the crux of what uh, Tim was talking about when, when he was raving about you guys on the episode that he was on. If you guys haven't listened to it, definitely go back. But like the, the fact that you jumped into every sport that he got into, everything that he got into, that you learned how to snowboard, like that's, that's really not typical. I don't think, I think that's like an above and beyond dad move there. So I would just like to point out that both of you are above and beyond dads, my parenting goals Thank for you. sure. Cause if my kid ever gets into something, I think is stupid. I'm sure as shit yeah. not trying it. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, no, you Say that I, now. Did, I did a lot. I did a lot of stupid things, Nikki, a, a lot of stupid, you know how many, you know, how many like musicals I've been to. Uh, oh my God. Like sitting through play practices. And if my girls hear this, it was awesome, but, but, it, but it, it wasn't, it totally wasn't like, you know, and they're a flower. They don't have like a real role. They're yeah. just like a flower. Right, right, right. They're just over there on the side. 
Yeah. Yeah. You, you get first... a lot of great stories out of it though. Like I took my girls mm-hmm. once. Um, this is so off CrossFit, but I was taking them to a play practice and they were starving. And because, you know, I'm all into nutrition, I'm like, Hey, let's go to uh, little Caesars and get you a pizza mm-hmm. for five bucks. Right. And cause they're hot and ready. You know, they don't say they're good. They just say they're hot and ready. Yeah. So we right. go in and I get them, I get them a pizza and I drive them to play practice. They take the pizza in with them. So they come out two hours later my youngest goes, daddy, I'm hungry. I'm like, how are you hungry? You had an entire pizza. She's like, well, I sold it. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, <laughs> all the other kids were hungry. I sold it for three bucks a slice. <laughs> she turned She's a young entrepreneur. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, how old I, couldn't, she? I don't know. She was like nine, maybe like <laughs> I couldn't be mad. I couldn't be mad. I spent uh-huh. five bucks. She made 20 bucks. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, you're good. I guess let's go to wherever. And I took her and got her some food. <laughs> Pizza's on you, I guess, girl. Yeah. yeah. But that, you know, that's the stuff that comes out of it. Like if you, you know, yeah. you do enough stuff with your kids, you take enough trips, you, you know, you show up at all the track meets and plays. Mm-hmm. And I did this, you know, I coached the soccer team, which is how I got into CrossFit. And, you know, you do all of that. You just, you end up with, a hundred memories when it's all said and done, yeah. like it is yeah. for us, you know, now you start new memories. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, you, you, you never, you don't realize how little one-on-one time you have with your kids at various points. I mean, when you're, you're right, when you're driving them to Boston for a hockey tournament or to a track meet, I mean, you get like an hour of one-on-one time with your kids that you, a lot of parents don't. Um, and then you kind of miss it when, uh, when it's, when it's gone, you know, it's uh yeah. So it, it's a cool, yeah. Just being involved. I think there's a lot of, yeah, there's a, there's a ton of great parents out there yeah. that get involved. And I mean, part of it is just like setting like an example for your kids. Like they're like, oh, well, if a team needs something, then your parents step up. And then when they become adults, then they'll do the same thing, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty cool. And, and it's, yeah, it's like I said, there's always the bumps in the roads. I mean, you, you can tell all the great stories, but then there's also some of the other stories that you're like, oh God, I can't believe I'm here, but uh, yeah. they survive and thrive. What did it um what did it mean to you to see Tim on the podium holding his own son? Uh, that was that was pretty amazing. You know, I mean, Tim would never say it now. I think well, he might say it now. I mean, leading up to this year's games, I think he had a goal of doing that. You know, I I think in the back of his mind, he would never say it to me. He would probably never said it to Caitlin, but just to be able to say like for the rest of his life, he'll have that picture. So, you know, like when Wes is 25, 35, he's going to have a picture of he and Tim on the podium at uh, Granite Games, you know. Um, So I don't think Tim would have said that leading in, but that was certainly one of his goals. And then I know and then some of the earlier events, you know, like Tara Saunders had uh, I guess she had her daughter up there with her. And it seemed like I mean. I mean, Travis would have been up there. There wasn't enough room on the podium for him to bring all his kids. But, right. um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> and then Annie, I mean, oh, my God. I mean, that oh. story, This, I mean, we were pulling so hard. I mean, what an amazing story. I mean, that's just an amazing story. I, it was so, so I did a bunch of um, like virtual, quote unquote, sideline reporting mm-hmm. over this weekend yeah. and was catching up with a bunch of the athletes in Europe on just like mm-hmm. Zoom calls and stuff as they were going. Yeah. And to hear her say like, I'm not even back at a hundred percent yet, but like I set yeah. this goal for myself and I want to yeah. see what my body can do. I was like, yeah. my heart, 
stabbing. Yeah. Help me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, yeah, that, that was, it was impressive and inspirational. And, and again, I mean, it's just another part of her legacy. I mean, I mean, she's yeah. one of the greats and the sports ever had and will go down in history as that. And now she's just at another step. In addition to going to the games 11 times, I did it, whatever, 10 months postpartum. And yeah, after, no big after, deal. Rip, no big after deal. ripping my abs open and all the other uh, complications yeah, yeah. she had. <laughs> yeah, easy. I don't know why everyone doesn't do it. God, so simple. Yeah. How, um, speaking of Wes, how is that grandpa life treating you these days? It's great. I mean, honestly, he's, I mean, he's, 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 he's an easy kid. I mean, he's, cool. I mean, Tim and Caitlin are definitely creatures of habit. And from the beginning, I mean, they go to bed at eight o'clock, eight thirty, and he kind of fell into that routine. I mean, they eat structured, obviously given Tim's life. Um, and he's just kind of fallen into that. And I think a lot of it is, I think kids just kind of pick up on a vibe and just kind of like what's going on around them. And I guess that structure and that Tim and Caitlin have has just kind of passed along to him. Um, so he's, I mean, he actually, they all had COVID at the very, I think back in February, Right. Tim, Caitlin and Wes all had it and they got over that. And then he had a GI thing for a couple of weeks, but X that, I mean, he's really been, he's been great. I mean, it was funny. I felt bad. I guess Caitlin works one weekend a month. So Tim will call and say, Hey, I have a bunch of stuff I have to do this weekend workout wise. Would you guys mind coming up and watching Wes while I climb ropes and does this thing? So we're like, all day long. But Carolyn's mom had a knee replacement, so she wasn't available. So I went up solo. And <gasps> basically I like, uh, yeah, so I like Mr. Mom did for uh, for a weekend. So Tim could do his thing. And uh, I almost felt guilty because he was so easy. Tim's like, okay, he's going to eat at 11. He's going to fall asleep at 1215. He's going to wake up at 130. He's going to play. He's going to eat again and go back to sleep. And it was just like, boom, boom, boom. I mean, it was for real. Oh my God. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Oh my God. <laughs> I need Tim to teach like parenting classes to me. (laughs) Yours won't be that easy, Nikki. Don't. uh, No way. Don't don't plan on it. Are you kidding me? No, please. (laughs) I can already. If it's any part of Matt or I, it's already going to be like, no, I don't want to (laughs) sleep. Yeah. Still congrats, hungry. Yeah. And congrats to Matt for making the AGOQ as well. Good for him. That was pretty awesome. Oh, that was fun right. to watch. Congra- congrats to him for making it and then like likely slipping a disc on those GHDs. He still can't walk right. No, really? Yeah, I'm so oh, serious. No. Oh. <laughs> Poor thing. I shouldn't oh. make fun of him, but he doesn't listen to this show, so he'll never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll okay, never know. There you go. He'll never know. <laughs> he'll never know. <laughs> I, I will say I was um I, I was amused by a couple of things I saw in Wes the other day, right after the, the Granite games were over, Tim posted a video of Wes playing in the tub and it said the after party looks different yeah. this year. Which really cracks yes, it me does. Up. But the <laughs> biggest thing that cracked me up is Wes is like the size of a four-year-old. That kid is big. Is he? I'll tell you what, he's huge. And it was funny when he was, he was only like six pounds and change when he was born. So he was relatively small, but had a big head. Um, so he was like in the, I don't know, like the whatever, 30, 40, 50th percentile. Uh-oh, did you lose him too? Yep. Okay. We'll give him a second. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, there you go. We Take lost you. We lost you at big head. Yes. He was a small oh. baby, but had kind <laughs> of a big head. Yes. Yes. And I mean, he was in the like 30th, 40th percentile. So, I mean, he was on the smaller side and we were like, wow, I would have thought he would have been huge. And then after two or three weeks, he just started eating like a horse. And I mean, they just fed him and he just, he's just blown up. He's yeah, he's a, he's a big boy. Yeah, he does. He does not miss too many meals at this point. I love that. That was the and one. That was the one piece of advice that Annie gave me over this past weekend when I talked to her. Because I was like, 
we were just like chatting about she congratulated me for being pregnant and I like you know uh-huh. can't stop but be like I'm so scared of birth help me and Aww. she was like don't be scared she was like truly you want a big baby like you want a big healthy baby who eats yep. who's like hearty yep. who's hungry who like grows mm-hmm. quickly who stays healthy like that's yeah. what she wants like don't be scared of that because that's ultimately a good yeah. thing and I was just like okay. yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's I yeah, again I mean we'd be the species would not uh, continue if it was up to guys I mean I don't know how you ladies do it it's oh, it's God. I told it's Matt amazing. I want him to do this next time around yes <laughs> please no, and it's uh, and Annie's daughter. I mean, she's adorable. I mean, Freya is, yeah, she is a cutie too. But they've uh, some pretty good genetic material they had to work with there. Seriously. <laughs> so do you do you like do you get to do you want to like keep the baby all the time or are you like well I'm a grandparent so here you go you can have it back like. Um, it's it's probably like a little bit of both. Actually, we're going up this weekend. Same thing. Caitlin's working this weekend, so we'll be heading up on Friday, and and Tim and I will do some training, and Carolyn will get her uh, her West fix. Um, but you know, it's kind of a combination. I mean, it's great to. I mean, you have to get over that initial. I mean, again, I haven't held a baby in twenty five. Oh right. Years. So you kind of have to get over that. You know, like oh my god, I'm going to break it, and then you figure out oh my god, yeah, there's nothing you can do to break them. Um. So yeah, once you get back over that, and they're they're just fun. I mean. And to be able to hand them back when their diapers are dirty or they start screaming is definitely nice. <laughs> That's the perk. I feel like you've earned it at that point. You've yes. gone through the hell That's yourself. True. You're like, ah, here you go. This one's yours. Yep. This is your kid. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, my plan is to live vicariously through both of you guys, at least for the next several years. Um, yes. Knock on, yes. knock on wood. I'm a long way away from being a grandparent, but I love yeah, watching let's people hope. to experience it. So, yeah. I think your girls will definitely give you a run for your money when the, when the time comes based on what you've shared about them to date. (laughs) Probably if I'm, uh, if I'm lucky though, their kids will be as good as they were. They were both really good young babies. That's good to hear. Yeah. (laughs) So Jerry, we know, we know Tim's goals, obviously Tim wants to, you know, he's getting back to the games and he's going to want to make a run for those podium spots. What are your CrossFit goals? Um, I mean, most of it's just like fitness, honestly. I mean, just to be able, like I said, just to be able to be active in Wes's life. I mean, who knows? You know, I mean, he'll be three, four, five, six, seven, and to be able to like get down on the ground and play with him and go play soccer, basketball, whatever. I mean, I think that's the ultimate goal. Um, if I would actually, I should probably shouldn't even say, I guess Tim and I've talked a little bit about, I guess it's probably like my progression. When I first started CrossFit, like after about a year or so, Tim was like, you know what? If you fix some stuff, you could probably make an age group qualifier by the time you're 55. Mm -hmm. So then Tim like programmed some accessory work and I did some side stuff. And then kind of when I turned 55, I like just made it. Um, And then made it again this year, just anyway. So then Tim was kind of like, you know, if you clean a few more things up, maybe by the time you're 60. So, so we'll see if the next, if I stay healthy for the next two or three years, then who knows how it will go. We'll see. Mm, that 60 Bye. plus division is about to be like full of beasts. Yeah. yeah. Well, Seriously. and it's a war of attrition. Yeah, it's a war of attrition. I mean, how many of our 60 year olds are still going to be hanging around in uh, three or four years? I'm banking on a few of them falling off to the side. So if I could stay healthy, who knows? I mean- <laughs> And then we just have to get John into one. No. <laughs> no. Just to, no. We should do, we'll do a team competition. There's there's like some masters team ones. That would be fun. Oh, f- oh so my fu- god. So funny enough that um whatever the that masters challenge sent sent me a message and asked me to either try out for their qualifier or just come to a partner wad. 
and I didn't mm-hmm. realize it was Tim's buddy. And I'm like, Oh, it was Eamon. Yeah. And, and so Eamon's like, Hey, you know, come do this. And I'm like, well, look, I don't have a partner. And he's like, well, how about if I get you Tim Paulson? And I'm like, no, he finished third. I'll bring Saxon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> it would have been closer if it wasn't for that suspect no rep. Oh, Facts. hey. Facts. That, that no rep broke my heart. I, the thing about the Granite Games, but on the men and the women's side, but specifically to Tim, Tim was literally like, you know, one ego lift on the snatch. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and to your point, the one no rep away from winning yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's, to yeah. me, that's the beauty of these CrossFit competitions is they're the, the margin for error. And it was the same on the women's side. I mean, truthfully, yeah. Emma Carey won that competition. Yeah. She lost it. Yeah, She didn't fall off the box. Yeah, yeah. She, she lost it in the last two mm-hmm. events on a stumble on the box. And then, you yeah. know, she had it won going into the last set of overhead lunges and just failed in the last five yeah. meters. And that's the beauty of the sport. Like, the margin of error yeah. is so tiny and that's what, you know, yeah. Watching, you know, watching Tim's first lift, you could tell like, yeah. You know, if he had just maybe backed it down to two ninety five, taking a score and, yeah. and been done with it, yeah. you know, might've changed the whole weekend, but yeah. Which is where you got, that's where you got to give Saxon a ton. I mean, I mean, he and Scott and Spencer are just so damn consistent, you know I mean? Yeah. They just, I mean, they'll, they, they won't win an event, but third, fourth, fifth, second i mean it's just they're so consistent uh, so i'm i'm excited to watch spencer this weekend he'll he'll do the same yeah, thing like i know fresh. how cool would it be if all three of them make it oh i i'm God, i want to see of of the three spence mm-hmm. is the one i want to see go and i think he's gonna sneak up on he better not sneak up on people he's as absolutely as fit as his two brothers no doubt yeah. about it like yep he doesn't goes and yep. does what he's capable of he'll be on the podium no doubt yeah. but It'd be his first time, and I, I'll probably start crying if he gets on. So Aww. we'll see. He's <laughs> a dad moment. It will be yes. like it's his first trip. Mm-hmm. Like when Saxon went the first time, this is a true story. When, uh, it was regionals. I guess it was what 2017, Nikki. Is that right? His first year, or that sounds right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, it came down to the last event, and Bean was a baby, by the way. And uh, it, <laughs> for it, context, it, just yeah, for yeah, reference, it's relative to the story. <laughs> It's relative okay, to the story. Okay, okay. I, he was brand new. We had just gotten him, you know, and I'm watching it on TV and they're like, you know, for, you know, for fifth place and they go Saxon Pancheck. And I literally jumped off the couch and screamed at the top of my lungs. I didn't see this cat for two hours. He just disappeared. <laughs> he, he just, but I was so excited. And same thing. I was getting all like misty eyed because they're such a great family. And you see somebody punch the ticket the first yeah. time. It's like, Mm-hmm. You know, really, and him and Scott are hugging, you know, so it'd be the same thing with Spence. Like he's been so yeah. close so many times and, yeah. you know, you watch how hard these guys work. Like you see Tim, like, Oh my God. Yeah. Nobody works harder yeah. than a games athlete. Like there's just yeah. ridiculous the work they put in. So when they actually mm-hmm. get a reward for their efforts, cause you know, CrossFit's not going to pay them. Uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's, it's exciting yeah. stuff, you know? So, yeah. Cause even Tim, I mean, I remember Tim's first year. I mean, so Tim kind of did the whole thing. I mean, he did regionals and he, he DNF'd at his first regional, yep. you know, cause yep. same, I guess he had the same problem he had with, uh, I guess with the, with the snatch at the granite games, he went, went out too big and DNF'd. And then, you know, like a couple of years got a little better, a little better, and then just kind of worked his ass off and got to the point in that, that year that he, 2017, the year that he first made, it, I mean, we were there in Albany and he pretty much had it locked up like Saturday night. I mean, cause he had done, I mean, he had, he was ready and he had done so well that he basically just had to do good enough on Sunday and he made it. And, um, and he was telling us, he was like, you know, I just, he woke up on Sunday morning and he said, I just cried. 
he said, I sat in my bed and I cried because he was like, he's like, oh my God, this is going to happen. You know, and it's just, and you're right, that first time you, you it's just so, it, it's amazing, you know, because it's funny. I mean, like when Tim was younger, he's like, I'm going to play in the NHL. And as a parent, you're like, you're damn right you are. And then you go, and then they go off to the ice and then you go to your wife and you're like, there's no way in hell he's going to play in the it's NBA. You know? yeah. yeah. And then it was the same thing, you know, like, I mean, as he was going through regionals and stuff, he's like, I think I can make the CrossFit games. And we're like, game on. I said, whatever you need, we'll be there. We'll push you, all that stuff. And then in the back of your mind, you're like, there's only 40 guys on the planet that qualify for the CrossFit games. I mean, how big of a stretch is it? And then to actually like see that dream come true is just, uh, I mean, it, yeah, it's a moment. Yeah. I, I hope Spencer and his dad and his brothers get that moment this weekend. Cause it, it is, there's just something. And actually, John, you were talking about it, I guess, Carolyn Connors. I mean, yeah, yeah just seeing her break down. She's like, Oh my God, I actually did this is amazing. Well, there's, there's so many moments like that. The one I think of for Tim um, from that weekend from Granite games weekend that really, really impressed me was it was um, a couple of years ago at the games when he um, he didn't he got cut early and it, it was yep. legless rope climbs that did him in. And yeah. for context, for those of you maybe they don't follow Tim as close, so he's yeah. a big dude, right? Like he's tall, yep. he's like he's not your typical five seven crossfitter. Like he's a he's right. a big boy. Holding it down for the big guys for yeah. sure. Yeah. And so legless rope climbs for a big guy are not super easy. And it it hurt him that year. And so yep. the thing I love about Tim is like immediately following that, he went out and he's like, I'm just I'm gonna fix it. He didn't he didn't whine, he didn't complain, he didn't say, Hey, this is everybody's fault. He's like, I'm gonna fix it. And, I, and of course I follow him and it's like Every day on Instagram, he's doing like legless yeah. rope climbs. And yep. so the Granite Games come around this year. And one of the last events yep. had legless rope climbs. And I said to someone, I'm like, this is the true test for him. He has been busting his yeah. ass for this wide. Yep. And sure mm-hmm. as the world, you know, it didn't hold him back. Went out and killed it. Yeah. Made the podium. And I, that's the difference between a champion and, you know, kind of oh. the average CrossFitter out there. And so, I, you know, for me, that was just a real testament to – you know, Tim's hard work and, and all yeah. that he's put in and, and by the way, doing all that training, you know, through a pregnancy mm-hmm. and new baby at home and yeah. And oh my yeah. God. Not sleeping. And oh yeah. And Caitlin's a total rock star. I mean, she, yeah, I mean, she, since the beginning, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's been there for Tim. I mean, after all, even before the baby, obviously through the baby and all that stuff, she's always just been so supportive of just letting him do his thing. Cause I mean, the, the, the sad thing is, I mean, there's there's a lot of guys that probably work and gals that work just as hard as Tim. And it's just like you're like that close and you never make it. And you just think about it. you can put in 10 years of work and and never make the games and never have anything to show for it. You know, and I just you almost feel like it's just like God to like throw a portion of your life away and work so hard at it and not make it must be so frustrating, you know, yeah. but yeah. So thankfully Tim was able to kind of get over the humping and get it done. <laughs> he seems to find joy though, in everything that he does. And I think maybe that's the difference between him and some of the others to your point of those that like yeah. never make it. The truth is I'll probably mm-hmm. never make it at anything where someone like Tim who finds joy in life and like finds a way like winners win. Yeah. And he just, he keeps mm-hmm. finding a way. It's just really impressive to me to, where did, he, where did he pick that up? I wonder. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's it's fun. It's my dad always used to say, um, is like it's he's like there's, I guess, you can excuse somebody for getting outsmarted, but you can't. There's no excuse for getting outworked. You know, I mean, I mean, some people are smarter than others and all that stuff, and then sometimes that's there. He said, but the only thing you control is how hard you work at stuff. Um, and my, yeah, my dad was kind of like one of those Michael Jordan competitive type athletes. Um, and I mean, Tim's definitely got that gene 
And it's just like you just methodically work through like your weaknesses. Like you said, the legless rope climbs. I mean, God, in the last two years, I mean, Tim's literally probably done thousands because he's like, I'm never going to be in that situation again where I can't do something. But he goes about it methodically. You know, I mean, there's a plan to it. It's not like he just does 100 a day. It's like, okay, we're doing them twice or three times a week in this volume. And he and his coach work out the way to kind of like knock that out. Um, So, yeah, it really is. uh, It's it's a good characteristic. And and you're right. I think there's a lot of people that it was funny. We were looking, Tim and I were looking through and there's like so many like one time games athletes. Totally. You have to give up so much. You know, like you see, like we go back and watch like regional events from 2017, 2018. You're like, God, whatever happened to that guy? Oh, he's a realtor. Well, what happened to that guy? He's a chemical engineer. And it's just like, you know, you get there once and some guys are just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm out. Um, so just to be able to kind of stick to it that long is, yeah, I mean, it's a testament to a lot of these guys that can get there multiple times, you know. Totally. Well, well, that's Jerry, a work I, ethic. I don't understand. Have. <laughs> <laughs> it's a work ethic. Most of us don't understand, yeah. but it, but it is impressive to see. And, and, you know, we're super excited for Tim and, and uh, the whole family. So and excited yeah. to see you guys in mass and Jerry and I are going to do a wad. I know we are actually now where are you? Actually, I think we're staying out in Middleton, which is about 10 minutes outside town. There's a, this CrossFit mad town. I usually drop in at. So we'll coordinate uh, either. So we'll drop in somewhere downtown or somewhere out in the suburbs for sure. Okay. I'll be doing the ladies RX. Don't judge me. That's cool. And Nikki will be there with, uh, with, uh, with a sports bra and uh, spandex on. Yeah. Hell yeah. 37 oh, yeah. weeks and counting. If they hire me to go out there, it'll be wow. great. You guys It's going to be okay. awesome. I'm totally into it. That would be very cool. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. Fun. And I'll Hopefully, work out with you that, guys that, still. I'll go super slow, but I'm there. I'm in. Let's do that is, it. That is totally right cool. in then. Going oh, super slow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring Matt. If he's still broken, he'll fit right in too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Jerry, thanks for joining us. It's been super yeah. fun as always. Our our first Father's Day guest. So it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I do have to say, we were talking earlier about uh, your, the episode you did with Tim. And I think I half joked with you guys on Instagram. I said, I'm going to go back and listen to that every father's day for the rest of my life. Just cause it was, you're right. It was just, it was just, it was very organic and natural and you guys did a great job and just kind of drew the story out. And so like I said, I mean, so thank you for that father's day gift. Cause I, this, mm. this Sunday I'll be listening to that podcast again, for sure. I'm going to cry. You guys, I'm all hormonal <laughs> oh. and emotional. That's not fair. I love oh. it. <laughs> anything we can do to make you tear up nikki yeah all right well jerry thanks for joining us uh nikki yeah thank you for the invite this has been great anytime anytime nikki glad we could make you cry of course yep yep <laughs> for everyone listening we appreciate you guys joining us and we will chat with you guys soon